This episode of On the Record is brought to you by Cummins. I'm Executive Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On the Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. In the December 4, 2022 edition of Upstream Ag Insights, Shane Thomas highlighted a couple of interesting comments in the John Deere investor call. Deere has emphasized that it will be equipping its new tractors and equipment with autonomy and autonomous functionality. However, the equipment upgrade cycle is only so fast. This could limit some of the growth potential and utilization of some of its new capabilities into its huge install base that it currently has. Thomas notes that during the call, Brent Norwood, Deere Director of Investor Relations, said, The other thing that's really important with the rollout of autonomy is, and this is a little bit different than what you've seen in the past, we will roll out this technology really retrofit first or field kit first, as opposed to most of our technologies have gone factory installed first. Referencing his October 2022 analysis on ACO and John Deere surrounding retrofit kits, Thomas noted that as Deere moves further into new revenue models for its business, one area it needs to ensure stays top of mind is its dealer network. Today, the dealer incentives are strongly aligned with Deere's, sell more equipment, make more revenue. As Deere shifts towards a service-based model for some of its intelligent capabilities on the tractor, that could lead to misaligned incentives for the OEM and the dealers, Thomas says leading dealers not to invest in understanding how to sell those enhanced capabilities to the farmer and not enabling farmers to derive the most value from them. This is being worked out currently by Deere. During the investor call, CFO Josh Jespin said, We've also made a change to our dealer pay for performance, so we're including precision ag execution in that pay for performance. And that's a really important step as we think about continuing to drive outcomes that we want to deliver and really shift from adoption to utilization to make sure we're delivering on that and we're showing and demonstrating the incremental addressable unlock that we can create, which we think is differentiated for Deere. John Deere has also reinforced a vision to have entirely autonomous soy and corn cropping systems available by 2030. You can learn more about the future of autonomous equipment in the ag market in Ag Equipment Intelligence's just-released report, Autonomy Farm Equipment, U.S. Adoption and Outlook. This week's dealers on the move include Apple Farm Services, Townline Equipment, and Quality Equipment. Apple Farm Service, a New Holland dealership based in Ohio and Indiana, is expanding its West College Corner, Indiana location, doubling the size of the current facility. Townline Equipment, a Kubota dealership in New York, has acquired Greenville Saw and Service Kubota. The dealership now has six locations. John Deere dealer Quality Equipment has acquired Southeast Farm Equipment Company in Laurenburg, North Carolina. Quality Equipment now has a total of 36 locations. Now here's Noah Newman with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. Well, it didn't take long for the team at Subanto to make their mark in the ag tech industry. They started building their first autonomy kit from scratch in the three-car garage of an employee back in September 2019. Just three months after that, they were out in the field autonomously planting. Now they're working hard to bring the Subanto autonomy system to the marketplace. VP of product, Corey Spietti, gives us a sneak peek at the technology and how it works. All right, Noah. So... So some of the componentry that we add to the vehicles would be things like a steering valve, electrohydraulic remote valves, uh, obstacle detection cameras. Up on top of the vehicle, we have we have our GPS receiver and our, our, 
our surveillance cameras. And then the two, the two white colored ones are our, uh, our LTE antennas. But at the heart of it all is our, is our main, main control box. And so this, this control box, forgive the appearance here, we're in the, the middle of testing our, our first uh, prototypes. This is, this is the, the brain box of the whole system. It, it tells the, the, it receives the mission plans from, you know, from our cloud infrastructure. And basically it spits out all the commands to the steering valve, to the brake actuators, to the, to the rear remote valves, to the hitches and all of those, all those accoutrements on the, on the tractor. Um, I do want to say, I want to mention one thing that all, you know, all of our systems allow the tractor to be fully humanly operatable uh, if it's on there. So with the flick of the flick of a four switches, we can go from from manual mode to to autonomy mode, or in this case, from autonomy mode to to manual mode. And so it makes it easy to do things like load the vehicle onto a trailer or pull it into a field or maybe pull it inside of a barn, you know, all the things that, that farmers do, do today. Good stuff there from Corey. We'll have much more from him and Sabanto in our Day in the Cab feature next month on PrecisionFarmingDealer.com. In the Technology Corner, I'm Noah Newman. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Noah. According to the December 6th update to the Purdue University Ag Economy Barometer, the Farm Capital Investment Index has dropped back to a reading of 31. This is tied for the record low that was recorded in October. Just 10% of farmer respondents said now is a good time to make large investments in their farm operation, and 79% said it was a bad time. Among those who consider it a bad time to make investments, 47% chose rising prices of farm machinery and new construction as the primary reason for their perspective. This was an increase from the 40% who said the same in the previous update. Some 19% chose rising interest rates and 10% chose uncertainty about farm profitability as their primary reason, down from 17% in the previous update. The ag economy barometer remained unchanged with a reading of 102. According to the report, there was, however, a slight shift in underlying sentiment as the index of current conditions declined to a reading of 98, while the index of future expectations rose to 104. Now here's Ben Thorpe with a data and trends update. Thanks, Kim. North American dealers reported strong financial results for 2021, according to the results of the 2022 Cost of Doing Business study from the North American Equipment Dealers Association. Average dealer revenues were up year over year for new and used whole goods, parts, and service. Margins on both new and used whole goods sales were up, but were down for parts and service. Dealers reported an average of $20.6 million in revenue per location, up 21.2% from $17 million per location in the previous report. The revenue category with the most notable year-over-year increase was new whole goods, which rose 30% to $10.3 million per location on average. Kelly Matheson, a former Dealer Institute trainer and dealership partner, believes rising equipment prices and strong pre-orders helped boost dealers' revenue. Dealers with their customers have worked getting those orders in early and taking advantage of that and working with the manufacturers, even though the manufacturers have struggled getting inventory to you with the chip shortage and so on. Some of the increase might be because price increases. We did you know, see some pressure with price and especially some positive numbers on the used side um, with whole goods items bringing really top dollars. So some of this increase could be attributed to higher prices, but um, I know the lots across the country you know, are looking pretty bare. But um, on the other hand, um, you know, people have been that I've, dealers I've been talking to have been saying their their pre-order status has been relatively strong, and uh, so that's driving the sales. 
Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Ben. This week's Data Point is brought to you by the Precision Farming Dealer Summit. According to the American Banker Association's Fall 2022 Agricultural Lending Survey results, the top concerns facing ag lenders in 2022 was interest rate volatility. Lenders additionally expressed concern about lender competition, weak loan demand, and credit quality. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lessardmedia.com. This wraps up our broadcast for 2022. From all of us at Ag Equipment Intelligence and Farm Equipment, may you have a happy holiday and all the best in the new year. 